mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheila and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheila and Zach coming at you with sets and things flapping. We are going on. Rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. This episode is presented by BetMGM, the exclusive betting partner of The Athletic. Sign up at BetMGM.com using the promo code THEATHLETICPOD. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends, the final... Uh oh, it's both Uh-oh. freezing for you guys. All right. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> everybody. The final episode of Bucks Eagles playoff intro weekend. Uh, a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We're looking forward to this. What's the uh, momentous? Is that anticipated uh, and highly anticipated? There you go. A highly anticipated episode, if for nothing else. Then for Dayton is who has been communicating with senior podcast producer Marissa Morris about today's super swooper sorecasting, not super sporecasting. Say that five times fast. Uh, and so I have been nervous all day. Uh, we don't know how often Bo is going to freeze over there. You know, that could lead to additional controversy here with uh, super sorecasting. But Zach, have you, have you been nervous all day. I mean, you've got the lead. How are you feeling going into what could be, but could not be the final round of the season? Not nervous treating this like any other week. Uh, (laughs) But no, seriously, was a little worried when I logged on to Twitter about an hour ago and I see Bo and Denise uh, going back and forth um, in a, in a very Mm. playful manner. Mm. They know there's anything nefarious going on there. Right. Because already he's already casting aspersions. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but uh, we saw the scoring system in the, what was our season long predictions being a little more advantageous to Bo's picks than anyone else's picks. So I mean, I, you, uh, yeah, you might need me. to re you need to restart a router or something there. Uh, but oh, no, excited. Can't go the whole show like this. Look, excited for this podcast. Uh, very excited to see the three of you. Although, as Emily said to me, what more do you guys have to talk about? You've done it every night this week. Uh, Emily, yeah. you know, I like Emily's notes more and more <laughs> as the days go by. I could not agree with her more. This is the first day all week. I have zero notes, so I'm ready to give a prediction. I'm ready to do a scooper sorecasting. But other than that, uh, yeah, like you say, like Emily said, I mean, I, I get fired off all my takes, which I think that's what you want to do for a playoff week. You need to get your takes out there early in the week. You know what I mean? It's sort of like by the time Friday, Saturday rolls around, I mean, people are ready uh, for the game at that point. So uh, I am with Emily. Zach, you probably disagree. I would like yeah. to get uh, E. Berm's little outfit check in here. It looks like Bo put a little, a little bit more effort <laughs> into his today. I thought let's go with 
like a cool athleisure with the Baltimore Terrapins hat here. Keeps the dome warm. I want to make sure the dome is warm for super forecasting so that I'm focused. But Zach, you probably have, you know, have additional takes to fire off today, I would imagine. I think all three of you look well, uh, or I'm sorry, look good. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, you, well, you look well too. everything. Yeah, you look well. Suggested. Uh, we'll do the news, man. You, you got time. Yeah. Okay. So, I... but well, yeah. So, so I, I, I have no idea what okay. happened today. I don't know who's. Okay, spoke. so I'll get I to have, it. I didn't know I if I was being prompted the injury or not. Report. So let's kick it over to the Stone Cold Newsman Zebra. The Eagles practiced indoors today. They moved practice inside. Uh, I, I didn't have a firm explanation as to why, <laughs> but it meant that I was not allowed to watch practice. So I was there. I was able to see them proceed in there. Enough to see Miles Sanders going out there. and uh, Nothing on his hand looked good there. Uh, if you want to know the big news from the injury report, it's that Josh Sweat missed practice for the second consecutive day mm. with an illness. Now, from Whoa. my understanding, this is a non-COVID-related illness. And the reason why at this point, you know, that's not just team spin is because from my understanding of it, if it is COVID, he would be placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. So uh, from it. From all indications so far, it is simply an illness. So we will, uh, I mean, I hope he feels better, but we will monitor how that goes. Elsewhere, uh, we spoke to a handful of players today, from including Devontae Smith and Lane Johnson. And, uh, you know, Devontae Smith, very even keeled about this, isn't going to change anything. He's played in big games before, doesn't treat them any differently. Uh, Lane Johnson, who, who, by the way, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not showing for the team here, but I, I will say that I always enjoy a hype video. You know, I enjoy watching those, seeing the production. I think the Eagles, yeah. uh, historically do a good job with it. And at seven o'clock tonight, their hype video dropped and I watched that and I thought Lane Johnson narrating it, um, did a good job oh, narrating it. So I didn't see uh, it. suggesting that now Lane put on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you. Here you go. The truth said he he narrated well. Lane put on Twitter earlier this week uh, a picture of him in the underdog mask, and uh, I asked. He said that someone sent him that. He wanted to put it up there, but he actually doesn't know where his underdog mask is. It's down <laughs> in the basement somewhere. That's not. I, I'll find out more from Nick Sirianni tomorrow, but that is not the message coming from the coach. Uh, uh, maybe it is, and then and they're not saying it, but they're not. But you know, you heard, for instance, Ben Roethlisberger give mm. that quote that you know we're gonna lose, we're twenty point underdogs, we might as well just go out there and have fun. Um, the the message from the Eagles this week is very much like this is just this is the next game, this is the next round. Um, so uh, so we'll see how how that manifests. Uh, Rodney McLeod, that was a big message he had today too from his past playoff experience a big storyline from um the the media is the difference in playoff experience between the eagles and the bucks of course because the bucks were in the super bowl last year and the eagles have a lot of guys so this is their first rodeo going through this and it didn't really seem to be something that um they're too worried about they obviously have guys who played in the super bowl as bruce arians pointed out um 
the Eagles have a lot of guys who played in big games in college. Um, I, I think by the, I think Bruce Arians said this won't be the biggest game Jalen Hurts has ever played, right? Same thing with Devontae Smith. Same thing with Landon Dickerson. I I know we we tend to to say playoff football turns it up a notch, but um, I don't know if it, if that's going to be as much of an issue for the Eagles. So, anyways, that's the news from the Novacare Complex. I uh, I was hoping to give you some more color from practice. I I, I got there at nine a.m. To get tested, I was there. I was waiting, and then we get a text message at about twelve thirty that they're moving things indoors. And so, only got to see them walk out. Not salty about it, but just simply explaining to our listeners uh, why I don't have more color from practice itself. Yeah, I was going to say today was I, I thought it was a pretty a nice crisp, yes, sunny day. You know, it, it wasn't freezing, so maybe the maybe the fields were in bad condition or something. But it's not. I mean, it's different for the Eagles. I mean, some teams have the huge indoor practice facilities, and so it's not really that much of a change. But uh, as Chip Kelly would tell you, uh, the Eagles do not have those nope. types of practice facilities. They've got a bubble. It's smaller. And so uh, that is, I don't know if it's interesting or not, but I, I wonder why they did uh, go inside there. Now, this Josh Sweat thing is a big deal, Z-Berm. So, uh, okay, so we think that it's not, or, or, or we're told it's not COVID-related, yet he hasn't practiced for two days. Yes. I mean, is there anything else we know in terms of, is he okay? Does he, I mean, do we feel like he's going to play, not going to play? I mean, we might not know. I mean, illness is always in that tricky yeah. gray area where it's tough to get information, but just, uh, is there anything else to that? There's there's nothing else to it other than okay. they are saying it is it is not COVID related. Okay, and uh, we'll find out more from Sirianni tomorrow. I I do think that and and Marissa would know this better than any of us. Um, but uh, they are more vigilant when a player has an illness this year. Like in past years, maybe if you had the sniffles, you still go to practice. This year. Uh, if there's any type of illness of any variety, like don't even go near anybody. Don't, don't show up in the building. So it might just be over cautious. It might just be vigilance, but, uh, we'll find out more tomorrow when, when Nick Sirianni speaks. Okay. Bo is back with us. Bo, how are we doing? We did a little reese. What we do a little router restart, a modem restart, a little router restart, or just like okay. full power restart of that okay. uh, uh, strip or uh, restart of the computer. We'll see. I don't know. I don't feel confident. I feel, uh, Case, feel pretty dejected about this whole scenario. Case man doing some streaming of Encanto or uh, something in there. Maybe past his bedtime. You need to take a peek. Oh, geez. Bo is frozen again. Uh, uh, Zebra. It's let's like talk. the Ospreys all over. Wait, there's <laughs> in the chat. Uh, there's just one other here. non-playoff game news item that, uh, okay. that we should put out there, and that is the Minnesota Vikings, according to multiple reports, have requested permission to speak to – Eagles executive uh, Brandon Brown and Catherine Rach. I hope I'm. I'm. I'm sorry, Catherine. I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. I'm. Oh, I can. I, Raich, I, know I can spell it. I yeah, Rache. I should know that because I'm. I'm half Canadian, right? So, um, she's actually from uh my my mother's neck of the woods in in, in Montreal. Um, I think she's from Sherwood, actually. We but, always uh, forget that. I mean, if I now I know you have a sweet Expos hat. I remember seeing you yep. wear it in an airport. I think it's behind me. Uh, Hold on. Marissa, I mean, should I just go to the phone? Boom. Well, you mean, want to chat it out with Marissa nice. on the side? Yeah, or, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I could talk <laughs> about a, it. That's and, a uh, great I mean, hat. Yes, it is. 
I, I, a, I went to a number of Expos games growing up at the old Olympic Stadium. Really? Now, if I were you, I would be like leaning all the way into that. I mean, I would have all kinds of Expos gear uh, and just be Montrealed out if my if my mom was from Montreal. Do you have anything else or just a hat? I have a, a lot of like non-sports Montreal stuff okay. in, in my house. Uh, oh, nice. There's some pictures behind me from Montreal. I, I used to, uh, growing up, I, I used to go there every summer to and. And, uh, wow. I mean, my, my, my grandmother still lives there. My uncle still lives there. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I know my way around, um, Montreal a bit. Anyways, that's an aside, uh, Catherine. Well, Rache, that would be great. I mean, if I had to do, sorry, I'll let you get to it. If I do yeah. a ranking, because like, you know, ideally what you want, I feel like is somewhere, you know, relative, relatively close. I don't know. How far away is Montreal? It driving eight hours. Oh yeah. So you want something like in that, in that space, I would say, but also a great, I've never been to Montreal. I've heard great things about it. So, uh, you know, maybe you can take the Capadias with you. Uh, one of the times you go, you can show us around Montreal. You got it. You got it. Now okay. the Montreal Sorry, that I saw growing up wasn't like the bachelor party version of, of Montreal. Yeah. You probably heard the bachelor well, that, party that ship has sailed. Yeah. Where yeah. Can be. Yeah. Mine was I mean, maybe was, you want to let Michael Dunn know about that. I don't know, <laughs> you know what he has planned for his bachelor party, but yeah, I don't think that's what I will be doing during my Montreal visit. Um, so anyways, uh, much more in, in, important topic, Brandon Brown and Catherine Raich, um, the Vikings, requested permission from them and uh, to, to, to speak to them. So we'll, we'll see how, how that materializes. Um, they are, are both very well regarded in NFL circles. Um, aside from any professional, uh, a note there from a team perspective, if one of them is hired, the Eagles would actually be compensated with a draft pick. So uh, monitor what happens there. If you're following, if you're following it purely from, an Eagles perspective. I know I'm rambling here. So one last thing I'll say is that when, when uh, Joe Douglas and Andrew Barry left within a year of each other, uh, Howie Roseman said they made a concerted effort to really try to build the pipeline of young up and coming executives rather than fill that with, um, you know, kind of uh, more experienced people around the league. And, and what his hope was, was that they would kind of rise through the ranks and, uh, I know those two get a lot of attention, but there's other executives, whether it's Ian Cunningham, whether it's Andy Weidel, um, that there's a handful of people in that building who I, I think could be on teams radars. How about, how about a Doug P reunited? I mean, I don't know what his relationship is, is with these, what if Doug P reunited with one of these uh, Eagles execs in Minnesota? That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Right? I feel like Trying that wouldn't be a bad spot for, for Doug P you know, there's talent on that roster. I feel like he would do better in a spot like that than maybe like a full on rebuild type sure. situation. Sure. And, and I think he would want that, but I would think more, more so, you know? And I, I don't think knowing Doug and, and, and look, Doug might've changed a bit here, but knowing Doug, I don't think he's going to be one of these coaches who says I need GM X or I need say over personal. Right. I think Doug just wants to coach the team. Right. And, yeah. and frankly, uh, he just doesn't want to be like, um, overseen, right. He, he, he just wants to coach football. So, uh, yeah. we'll okay. see how, how, how that goes. Let's talk through this. Josh sweat. Uh, so, Bo, how are you doing there? You got a little phone set up. Yeah. I mean, how, how am I coming through? 
Uh, okay. It was kind of like your sound. Did it match your mouth moving? Uh, oh, great. But that's that's not a big deal to us. I mean, you know, people, if, if they're able to hear you, if you're able to get your bids in on time, uh, I would imagine, I mean, you're really not going to be able to interrupt th this episode because, like, you're on a different sort of timing than myself, Zach, and Marissa. I'm very nervous over here because I have a big delivery ahead in this Hooper Storecasting, <laughs> and bad Wi-Fi is really going to oh, just... Throw this well, loop, so. listen, oh, that camera's good. If it weren't, yeah, both if looks it weren't good. for the Ospreys, I would be really dejected. But luckily, I've hit that low point so that this yeah. is only really, really <laughs> dispiriting and not, you know, jump off a uh, jump off a roof bad. Well, I, I, well, I, I got to say, if it's the camera or the lighting, that's an angle you should. I use agree. More often, yeah, yeah, you look good, Bo. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice look for you. Seriously. <laughs> Do you think it's the blazer in the shirt or the whole pet? No, I feel like the face. Yeah, I think like the shiny lighting. or the Not angle like sweaty, maybe? but like a nice shine, nice glow. I would say. Mm. You guys yeah. are well, if, it better. I appreciate it. If you're listening to this the next day, you're very confused. But of course, you can check out our wow, our, our YouTube page, Marissa, on fire. I mean, the views, the mm -hmm. subscriptions, really has reached a level I did not think was going to be possible. Yeah, huge shout out to the sickos. Nothing we couldn't do this without them. So, yeah, but but also you you know sickos and they're good Wi-Fi. They have good Wi-Fi. So they have shout good Wi-Fi. Streaming all of our <laughs> I saw a, a comment on yesterday's YouTube page saying, uh, "Why do these guys talk about like non-football stuff so much? Get to the football." That was actually me with us with us with a pseudonym. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach's burner account. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, that's very polarizing, and I think you could tell how long someone has listened by their comments. Uh, on that very topic, the sickos, many of the ones who are in the chat are like, we really don't care what you guys think about the Eagles. Like we've got our own Eagles take. They probably watch the, they're like Dane is they're watching the film anyway. Uh, they're watching every press conference, the newbies who yes. just sort of got introduced like, Oh, you know, I like the Eagles. It's an Eagles podcast. I'll give it a shot. They're like, these are the most annoying people in the world. Why would anyone listen to this? So uh, acquired taste, I think is what, uh, is how some might, uh, tournament Zebra. I have any, so, so let's talk this Josh sweat thing out here for a moment. Yes. Okay. So let's say that, um, he's not able to play in this game. Give me the, the, what you think the personnel changes, uh, who's out there more, what are they doing differently? I'm sure that's something you're always like three steps ahead sure. on these things. So I'm sure this is something you've already, uh, thought about, and then I'll, I can respond or, uh, or, or Bo can respond about uh, if we agree or disagree. Well, I should say I'm operating under the presumption that he's back. But to play this oh, hypothetical okay. here, to, to play this hypothetical, if he's not out there, the next two DNs are 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 Kerrigan and, and Teron Jackson. But I think what they would do is I think they would either play Milton Williams on the edge or they would play Williams inside and bounce like Fletcher Cox. Yes, or, or which, he's, like been, that to which the he's done, which he's been on, doing a little more this year. On passing downs. Yeah, so I think – I think what, what what Gannon's plan would be there is get your four best guys on the field, and Milton Williams would 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 then be one of your four best guys. So uh, I haven't spoken to Gannon about it, but that's my guess for, is is that's what he would do. Yeah, uh, Bo, you you can tell us when you're ready to like uh, chime in. I don't want to foot you if you're. Oh, are you ready? I didn't know if you're still working stuff out. Technically, I don't want to ask you a question. No, I just, I don't want to, I mean, I've already torpedoed a show enough. I don't want to like jump in and then have my Wi-Fi jump out again. I'm just, I'm just I disagree. I think the show has been going really well. Zach, okay. would you agree? Yeah. 
I think I'm talking too much, but yeah. You guys are doing a wonderful job. Bo, let's say Josh Sweat cannot play in this football game. What what are the D-line ramifications? I don't know if you just heard Zach or not. Uh, if not, w- who's playing more? Who's moving positions? What does this look like? I think I think you guys are right. I think it's it's much more Milton Williams on the field. I think maybe him and Cox are sort of taking turns there. I would certainly hope that it's not like Ryan Kerrigan playing 40 snaps. I think you do whatever you can to make sure that it's not Kerrigan taking those snaps. Yeah. I mean, maybe even Teron Jackson. But, I, I mean, I think generally speaking, it'll just be – It'll be Milton Williams getting that button snap. Get Milton Williams in there and go tell Fletcher Cox, hey, go line up at right defensive end against Donovan Smith and go get after Tom Brady yep. a little bit. This is your uh, opportunity. You're not going to be uh, you're not going to be double teamed here. All right, let's see. Uh, Derek, Derek Sarley, of course, of Eagles blog fame. I actually was going to mention this name, but he says rooting for this segment to last 10 minutes with no one mentioning Jannard Avery. I was going to mention, I was going to say maybe get, I don't want Jannard Avery in space. I don't want him dropping in coverage. If he is going to play, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine he would get some of those pass rushing snaps, but yes, expectations well, so, should be tempered there. So actually it's, it's interesting. You ask about Avery in space. Um, have you failed since the Godwin injury that uh, the the Bucks have leaned more the, the twelve personnel getting Cameron Braid out there uh, with Gronkowski? I, I I know when they played the Eagles the first time, um, Gronk didn't play. They had OJ Howard on the field a bit. They had they they obviously have 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 three tight ends they like. Will they play more twelve personnel or or will they be in 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 eleven as much? I haven't looked up those numbers to be honest. So. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I get... what's that? I actually have an answer for this. Thank you. Oh, look at that. In, I looked this up the last two weeks. Uh, the since the Antonio, I guess the game and a half since the Antonio Brown. Last few weeks they, they played eleven personnel, the exact same amount basically as okay. they played all season. Okay. So they have not leaned heavier into. Well, I like okay. that. Did everybody get that? <laughs> okay. They have not leaned into 12 personnel. They're playing 11 personnel. All right, so we got the Josh Sweat stuff. Uh, Devontae Smith, as we went over the last show, cold-blooded. I don't expect him to have uh, any nerves. I expect him to view this as an opportunity to just sort of continue to put his sort of stamp on the team, stamp on the league, stamp uh, on the offense. And so I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, The Lane Johnson thing is interesting. I mean, some of these veterans I was thinking for this team, you know, Lane Johnson, a Jason Kelsey, a Fletcher Cox. Like you don't know how many more opportunities you're going to get to play in the playoffs in a big game like this. I mean, those guys know they've had that sort of weird career arc where they've seen the the highest of highs with winning the Super Bowl, and they've seen the seasons where you're just like, shoot, this thing is a complete train wreck uh, going into the final two, three weeks of the season. So uh, I, I expect all those guys to be pumped ready to go, and they're, they're, they're probably imparting that wisdom to the uh, younger players, I would think, Zebra. Well, well, not to be a, a show for, you know, the Eagles video department here, but uh, uh, if, <laughs> if, if, if... Zach Spadero, if, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, if you saw that excellent um, kind of behind-the-scenes they had two weeks ago where they showed you Jason Kelsey's speech to the team. Mm, yeah, um, and that was a good one what Kelsey said was exactly what shield just said that Kelsey relate to his teammates that Brent Selleck got up there to speak. Uh, and this was during the Super Bowl year 
And in in, in Selk's in, in Selk's rookie season, they made the NFC Championship game, or it, it wasn't his, his his rookie season then. It was his second season, right, where they made the NFC Championship game, and he thought they were going to be back every year, right? And then he he wasn't back again un- until then. So so you're absolutely right. You never know. As as much as the Eagles are underdogs here, you never know when that opportunity comes. Um, if you get hot at the, at the right time, if conditions are in place, so appreciate it while it's there. All right, so I think that is uh, that is the news here. You know, with the messaging about do you treat it like every other week? Do you ramp it up for the playoffs? Does experience matter? I mean, I personally just think all of that is uh, totally overrated and probably is not going to have a big impact on on who wins the game. You do with what you think is right, whatever comes naturally. But like you know, if you're uh, if you're Devonte Smith. Nick Sirianni's telling you to treat it like every other game, but you're extra amped when the game starts. Like, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like every person will do whatever's comfortable to them. Those who need extra attention, that's the coach's job to kind of uh, either calm them down, hype that. I don't think anyone's going to really need to be hyped up. You don't want it affecting your play early yeah. on where, you know, that, that whole pressing thing, which I think, it's often nonsense, but I but sometimes uh, is a legit thing. You don't want that happening, so you do want everyone uh, just kind of focused and in the right mindset. There, Marissa, so, do do. Oh, wait, sorry, so Zach, go actually, ahead, and then and, maybe we take a break. And again, it's it's clearly not an apples for apples comparison, right? But I always found it like in my job, in our jobs, uh, I took the opposite approach, right? Like a, a big game that that mattered to me. Like I, I, you, you. You pick it up a notch. I I remember uh, going into Super Bowl week, like the the list that I had. I need to do story X, Y, and Z. Right? It, you know, this is how I'm going to approach the game story if they win. This is how I'm going to approach the game story if if they lose. I wasn't out until three a.m. or well, I'm, I'm I'm very seldom out until three a.m. But I remember saying like to the other writers the night before the game, no, like I'm going to get a nice Italian meal. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get to sleep. Um, I'm going to wake up, go through my routine and, and like be ready for this game. So I don't think there's anything And now it's, it's, it's different. If you're playing, you obviously don't want to be too overhyped. And again, I'll defer to Marissa cause she's, she's closer to this than I am, but like, like her, but whatever team. Michael Dunn did in that playoff game, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the right, yeah, that's, that's, that's the right point. See, we could ask him about yeah. that. Let's not, I don't. Not that I don't want to hear from Marissa on that. If she wants to, that's fine. But, you know, that would be a great topic for the Michael Dunn uh, off-season interview that we're going to do. So we don't want to spoil anything here. I think he's watching right now. I'm not sure. He's in the other room. So hopefully Uh, he may not know that he's doing an off-season. So I would just say, did he treat treat Brown Steelers the way he would like Maryland versus Towson in September? I I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I don't think. So at all, <laughs> Michael's and that was additional kid. pressure. I mean, there was so much yeah. on the line uh, for him. It was, you know, that was yeah. different than like, yeah, Jason I mean, Kelsey or something playing. This it game. almost, I think, helped him that there was a lot of distraction of the COVID during the week. Like that, like, mm. you know, it was a weird week. So it wasn't like he that was the only here. thing he could think about. Oh, he did. He said, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what he said. Nope. too, But, um, <laughs> did he treat, he did did he say treat that, the, did he treat Steelers the way uh, he treated them? Yeah, he did yeah. say uh-huh. that he um when he landed in Pittsburgh, um, it like hit him like, oh my god, like, and there was definitely those nerves. But like once he got out on the field and once they had that, he had like 
this is such a football guy thing, but once he had his first hit, he was like, all right, let's go. I could see like that. That, that seems like a legit thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that, uh, that player say, I can kind of buy that, you know, <laughs> I always am wondering when they're in the huddle, like before that first play, uh, and then Michael Dunn says nothing compares to the Maryland Towson game. So <laughs> maybe he was more hyped, uh, for that one. I, I got some nice Towson Tigers gear from my time down in, uh, Baltimore two and a half years. I thought Towson was a nice little suburban town there. Yeah. Home of Elaine Bennis. College Park, but I mean, yeah, no, I there's nothing the, else. I, lo- like I loved my visits to a college park. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, all right. So that's the mindset thing. All right, let's take a break here and then we'll come back. Zeberm, you had, I thought, a pretty good topic I wanted to tackle here. If Bo is listening, if Daniz is, you know, Bo doesn't live that far from Daniz, right? Zach, I mean, he, he could be there in what, 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. So, so, uh, Bo, listen. Can you he, imagine he, if Bo just shows up at his door? <laughs> I mean, Daniz would oh, like man. that, I think. Uh, I don't know if Daniz's family would uh, enjoy yeah. that. Spend time but, for his son and both yeah, shows up. I need your Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Daniz has like a deck or something they could do. Uh, keep it outside. I don't know how, when everyone's been tested recently. But, uh, Bo, that might be a nice last resort for you. Or what, what uh, Zebram, what, we know which coffee shops in uh, the city are open late? Open late, so... I mean, there's there's Bodie, which is in the uh, sort of society headhouse square, uh, which uh, which yeah. I, I would frequent that relatively often. But I don't think that's one that that uh, stays open very late there. There's Bo. OK, Bo is uh, back with us in a darker room. Now, I wouldn't say this is your best look. The light, <laughs> the glow is not the same. You're you are kind of like I don't know. I know I'm doing sports writer stuff here, doing all the Seinfeld references. But this is you have kind of a different look of the when Jerry's dating the girl and she looks completely different uh, depending on the lighting of the room. How, how are we doing, Bo? Do you have an update for us? You're muted, Bo. Can You're you muted, unmute? and it says you can't. I can't unmute your guest because their mic is not connected. Okay, he's oh. unmuted, Bo. What do we got? You got your the wrong mic settings, Bo. All right, you're freezing <laughs> up there. All right, we will continue. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Zach had a great topic. He wanted to talk about how much of our sort of off-season, long-term, big-picture view could potentially change with the outcome of this game. So we will. Talk about that. I feel like a ESPN radio host. We'll talk about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. All right. We are back. Birds with friends. Bo, I see you. How are we doing? Who's to say? Oh, oh that you sound, sound great. You sound great. You sound good there. That's a good thing. I know you're frustrated, so let's gas you up a little bit. Now, Friday is generally my catch-up on reading day, so I'm not all the way through. I'm about half the, halfway through, but I, I I really enjoyed what I was reading in your Darius Slay uh, yeah, feature great today. So I actually don't want you to tell me. I don't want you to tell the people much about it unless you have a tease, because I want them to have to be have to read it. Like I don't want you to tell me what it's about. Is there a tease you want to get out there that will get people to subscribe? theathletic.com slash birds with friends and Zberm. I know you had a banger because I know you were working on it. That's also on my list uh, for tomorrow about that 2018 uh, draft. Play. There was some, you know, people were responding to the tweet saying, wait, was this nugget uh, out there before for some of the stuff Zberm had in there? So again, I don't want you to say what the nugget is because they got to subscribe theathletic.com slash slash birds with friends. Bo, anything you want to say about the uh, slate piece? Uh, I would say, uh, in order to tease it, this is not like the theme of the story, but there is a there is a uh, line in there from Calvin Johnson, who I spoke to actually this mm-hmm. morning. 
big which, flex. What a flex. In which he sounds exactly <laughs> like every Eagles fan I've ever uh, heard watching a football game. Oh, all right. I look forward. See, I don't think I got to. I, I did get. I did get a Calvin Johnson quote in the part I read so far, but I did not uh, get all the way through. So I look forward to seeing what that is. What's it like when uh, when the phone rings and it's like, "Hey, this is Calvin." Did you put him I'm, in as I'm Megatron? For Bo. Uh, uh, I did not. I haven't done ah. it, but I got to do that. You're right. I mean, yeah, you got to put that in as Megatron. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I what what I enjoyed is that his kid kid or kids was screaming in the background of the call too so it was like i could i could really appreciate that from from my guy megatron now he likes a little uh cannabis right did he sound nice and relaxed uh during the call maybe it was 9 30 in the morning he sounded like he having he some had snacks no he okay. sounded fine okay Good. but maybe that'll be the next story we can do i, I always appreciate i always appreciate when the person you're talking to um appreciate it like it's going through the same thing in in their life that uh, you are right like uh you know you gave that example there was on a on a much different level i remember i was speaking a few uh, i was speaking a, a, a period ago to a coach and uh like he he called at a certain time and i was actually I was wiping my kid's butt. Okay. <laughs> oh All right. We got to drop. All right. <laughs> that sounds bad to say. So I didn't say that. What do you fun. mean? Yeah. I mean, you're doing the job. You do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So I was just like, I, you know, but like, you don't want to miss that call. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of my kid real quick. Can I, you know, you, how do you answer like, in that? Spot? Like, can you call or, or, or can you just hold on? for 30 seconds and oh, the coach viper. was like the coach was like hey man i've been there before like 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 don't worry take your time and uh you appreciate that because like it's it's uh it's it's something you're going through together almost i thought you were gonna say and uh that was my first and only interview with bill belichick mm. <laughs> i thought you were saying uh, the coach himself was wiping his own butt <laughs> as he called it <laughs> he very well wanted to be <laughs> All right. See, this is what we're miss. We missed. I actually think it has. Uh, yeah, that has humanized some coaches. Like, like yeah. Belichick had the moment with the reporter who whose kid was making noise. Saban and uh, you know, it's I, in some respect, I think they get too much credit because people are like, oh, look at how they handled this. I'm like, you would have to be some kind of a hole to like, start ripping the reporter for their kid making noise. But at the same time, it humanizes them. Uh, Howie Roseman. It was the draft. Uh, right, we had like a draft thing with him, and his kid was asking for the password to the iPad or oh, something. Yes. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I thought that yep. was a nice humanizing uh, moment yes. for him as well. So uh, I agree that that's very good. All right, let's get to this topic, Bo. I don't want to jinx it, but uh, you know, you 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 look crisp, you sound crisp, but you know, I, I'm pretty comfortable kind of taking control of the show, so I can't hand it over to you now. Is that yeah, okay? you've, done, you've done a fantastic job. Please, how please continue you, taking you've been the reins. Oh, I, I don't know how you've been. Are you going to go back and listen to this tomorrow? To find I've been listening to most of it as I've been trying to figure out what's right. going on. All right, let's. Th this was a good question. I thought Zebram added when we did little. We're, we're texting about the rundown, and Zebram wanted to add this in. Uh, will should how I don't know what the what the correct way to start it is. This one game, this small sample, these sixty minutes in Tampa Bay, influence shape change your opinion about some of these key characters we have in the eagles universe Bo, since you are crisp and clear right now uh why don't we start with you what, what are your thoughts on that question 
I think the big picture answer is is like nothing should change. You know, this this one game small sample should not change the way that you affect or that the way that you view the season as a whole. But I also think um, it's a little naive to think that will be the case uh, as the Eagles move forward. And, and, and I do think that because we want to see like, you know, we're trying to find out how for real the second half of the season was. Uh, I think this is the like this is the only time they're this version of the Eagles, this second half version of the Eagles is playing an actually good team. So I think it is uh, important context in that sense. But I, I don't think that like, you know, if Jalen Hurts goes out and has a bad game, that should mean the Eagles are all of a sudden more willing than they would have been a week ago to trade for, you know, a Russell Wilson or something like that. Um, and I don't think that if like, you know, one lower level player pops with a big game that should mean that that person is penciled into a, a starting spot next year um i think i think they should treat it as a as a single game sample size but i do think that like contextually because of how the season has played out it's going to be interesting to see how they do zb agree or disagree with that i agree uh, you know I, I i think there are specific players who could potentially help their stocks, but I, 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 or, or, or hurt their stocks. But I, I think overall, you know, the Eagles should be viewing this as a house money game, right? That, that uh, everything that happens here is gravy. They shouldn't overreact to anything that, that, that goes on. Um, a matter of fact, I think they should underreact, right? Like the only way, I mean, if they go on a great run here, then yeah, you take that into account. But I think that uh, I I would not talk myself into anything with this team that you haven't thought through seventeen games. That's just I, my opinion. Yeah. I I think I well I think I disagree uh, in some respect to what you both said. I don't think there's anyone really on this uh, team, coaching staff, player who my opinion of them would uh, lessen, if that makes sense, to a significant degree because, like, you're going down, you're facing Tom Brady, the defending Super Bowl champs, and the box. Like, you're supposed to lose that game. Even if you lose 35 to 10, like, you made the playoffs. You already exceeded my expectations. I'm not going to say Jalen Hurts stinks, Nick Sirianni stinks. However, I think there's real upside with some of these guys. I mean, I was thinking of the significance of this game. Like if, if they win this game, I mean, my opinion of Nick's again, it's probably stupid. It's a one game sample. My opinion of Nick Sirianni is going to be going, you know, I, I think he's done a good job, but the arrow is going to be pointing way up. I mean, if in your first season as a head coach, you're going to Tampa and knocking off Tom Brady to get the divisional round. I mean, you're like, whoa, you know, is this guy going to be like a special type of head coach? That to me would be a very big deal. And if it's like in a non-fluky way, you know, it's not like Brady's getting knocked out uh, in the first quarter or something. If you go down there and win that game, because to do that, let's be honest, there's going to have to be some type of edge that the coaches give the Eagles, whether it's a creative game plan where they're just going up and down the field and scoring touchdowns and converting um, in the red zone. Whatever. So I think there's upside for Sirianni and I think there's upside for Gannon because I I've think that's critical. the one where like more than anybody else, he could really his Gannon stock could really shoot to the, to the moon. Gannon. Gannon. Okay. Shoot to the moon. If 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 he comes out like and changes <laughs> the way that he has been playing, like we haven't seen them 
you know, it, it seems like he's been playing the long game and we've been waiting for them to do something interesting and they still haven't done anything that interesting, uh, at least to us. And if they're able to like, you know, confuse Tom Brady to some degree or come up with some special game plan, uh, you know, like the, the Sean McDermott game against Peyton Manning all those years ago, mm. the Keenan Clayton yeah. game, he comes yeah. out with something like that. Then all of a sudden I, I think that there is, uh, we, I, I think that we would view Gannon differently. That's interesting. Now I just look at it. I don't want, I don't want to say this set the franchise back because clearly it, I mean, they're, Ooh, they're here I like in the where playoffs, this is going, but the 2018 season. So the 2019 mm. playoffs, I do think they overreacted to the bears win and the way they played against the saints. And I think they took that to say, all right, we're door, you know, we're on the doorstep here. We just need to make this tweak here, add this piece there. And we're right. You know, we have the draft picks. We're, we're right back at it. I don't think they were as disciplined in their roster building approach as they would have been had they not made the playoffs that year or had they lost to Chicago. And, uh, you know, I think that whatever decisions you were going to make now, clearly you factor this into the evaluation and you probably should factor it into more because it's a legitimate team. It's a, it's a really good team on the road, high stakes. That matters more than how you play against, um, Garrett Gilbert. Right. Um, but what you're watching you, Garrett, we apologize. <laughs> yes. I have a, I have a moral couple on this front. Yeah. But like whatever you were thinking about from a roster building perspective, I don't think you should deviate from that mm. based on the results Sunday. Great, great angle. Great take. Absolutely. hundred percent. I wasn't even going there with the question, but you're absolutely right. And that's something I could see happening. You win this game. Oh baby. Yeah. They're feeling it in the exactly. no care complex. Everyone ripped on us. They weren't expecting. We just knocked off Tom Brady. We're in the divisional round. Let's go out there. We get another wide receiver. We get a little this on defense next year. We're competing for a Super Bowl, yep. and uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you. That that would probably be a mistake when you were nine and eight. Uh, you beat some bad teams again. They they did what they needed to do, but uh, I think that's a great point. It could work. Now, if you're an Eagles fan, it depends what kind of fan you are. You might say, "Who cares? I will uh, I will absolutely take that." If we're gonna, if you're going to put a Eagles win over the Bucks in my uh, library of memories as a fan. I don't care if it screws up next offseason or whatever. There are others who would be like, oh, my gosh, shoot, Zach, why did you have to say that? You're, you're absolutely right. We want a sustained success uh, for the long term. So I think that's a great point. I would agree with it on uh, Gannon for sure. You know, I, I, I almost don't even care what the result is. I want to see that he tries something. I want to see, okay. They tried to do this. They tried to do X, Y, and Z. They changed up what they did. They got torched anyway. So that's kind of my low bar. But yes, if he comes out with something that is legit special and it's an above average defensive performance even, then I will say, okay, you know what? I was too hard on him all year. He's got this in him. It was his first year on the job. I should have backed off a little bit. Let's see what they look like next year uh, with some more players. I'm, I'm going to be pretty annoyed if it is a sort of, Cover two, soft, no blitz, no man, and no adjustment. And Brady's going up and down the field on them, or they're, you know, he's checking it down and it's going for eight yards. And it's just first down, first down, first down. Uh, that will be the formula that will uh, will annoy me quite a bit. But I don't know. I, I I think he's at least going to try something. I don't I don't see how you could go into this game and not do that. Um, on last night's episode, I mentioned that Fran Duffy 
friend of the show was high on uh, Garrett Gilbert pre-draft, <laughs> and I, and I have to I have to uh, have a <laughs> moa culpa here and apologize to the listeners and to Fran. Oh. We strive for accuracy. On this uh, no, 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 we, no, we, we didn't say anything about Garrett Gilbert. I no, only I, gave him props for his good picks. So go I ahead. said we I, strive for accuracy on the podcast. Well, just I was, I was incorrect here. It only um, occurred to me. I only found out today that Garrett Gilbert and Garrett Grayson are two different people. Garrett Grayson, the former Colorado State quarterback who was drafted mm. by the Saints in the third round, is who Fran was high on. Garrett Gilbert is not Garrett Grayson, although I still think they could be the same person. <laughs> you know what? I actually think I thought they were the same person too. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, I, I in my head, yeah, because I, when I'm thinking Garrett Gilbert, yeah, I didn't know the college, but when you said Colorado State, that's definitely the person I thought he was. Yes, that's who, so I maybe mean, maybe until it, this morning, that's who I thought yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Gilbert started in the national championship, when, or not started, played in the national championship when okay. when Colt McCoy got hurt that year. So yeah, that's, that's what, that's what I remember okay. about you learn something new every day. Okay. I do want to address one thing real quick. Y- yeah. Uh, address ooh, it. This sounds serious. I this like to be a little controversial. It's um, exciting, but somebody on, on, uh, I, I saw this during the break when I, when I checked Twitter, um, said, you guys aren't razzing me enough for the Tom Brady kiss the ring. And then I was actually thinking about this on my drive that's home today. News. I was, yeah, but I was thinking about, uh, I was I was thinking about this in conjunction. I was gonna actually gonna ask you guys tonight because I, I I was listening to the sports talk radio and they were talking about Tom Brady, like the amount of distaste for Tom Brady. And like I I get it from 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 this perspective. When I was growing up, um, I couldn't stand I I I hated Duke. I couldn't stand mm. JJ Redick. JJ Redick was like the player I disliked the most, right? Um, and uh, and I have. And you can go on down the list. Like I, I never liked the favorites. I always liked the underdogs. I used to rip on LeBron when I was growing up, like like mm. when I was in high school, because there's 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 something about like the the that person. As oh. I've got, I'm not old now, but as I've gotten older, I really appreciate, um, like greatness. Like I really appreciate greatness. I, I really appreciate someone who is able to. Like be so successful at a sustained level. Like I appreciate JJ Redick shooting so much more as a basketball fan in my late twenties, then into my thirties, than I did when I was in high school and when I was in college. And uh, you know, I appreciate Alabama more than I did at the beginning of their run, for instance. Right? Like I appreciate what Tom Brady's able to do. I, I because. Uh, I just have like such admiration for for someone who's the best at what they do, and I and it it's not by like it's not by happenstance. Like the what what goes in to doing that at age forty four when no one else can do it at that age. Um, I I I respect that. So anyway, so it's it's not that like I'm I'm, I'm kissing the ring. I just admire what he's able to achieve. Well, thank God that somebody somewhere has come to the defense of Tom, of poor little Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I figured you'd be the one who who was. I mean, the guy who has. I was explaining like, who, myself here. Okay, I mean, let's you know, he's a cheater. Uh, he uh, left his pregnant fiance. Uh, he's probably taking uh, uh, you know HGH or something. I don't think we need to like 
you know, throw ourselves on on the cross just to just to stop uh, Tom Brady from getting arrows slung at him. I, I would agree with your overall point, uh, Zeberm. And, you know, like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm always late to appreciate the uh, greatness. And then once I'm like, shoot, like I remember, uh, you know, like, like even Michael Jordan, it was like once he got, I was actually just at my parents' house last week. I have a VHS tape that says, MJ's last game, do not record over this. Like, I was like, shoot, I got to save this nice. forever. Like, this is amazing. And I remember which last Magic game Johnson, do you think it was? What's that? Which last game do you think it was? Well, yeah, it was the, it was the Jazz game. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. but, but then, uh, but then when he came back with the Wizards, I'm like, I want to watch every game. Like, my friends and I went to College Park. Friend, friend was a Terp. And then we went to the, uh, I think it was the MCI Center at the time. And we went and we saw, we sat up, uh, up high and saw, saw him score his 30,000th point. And I remember he blocked, he had like a, a chase down block of Ron Mercer, I believe, to clinch the game. And you're just like, shoot, that was awesome. I'm glad we got to see him. Magic Johnson, I remember, out of the NBA, comes back. I want to say there was a game against the Warriors, was his first game back on TNT. And it's like 1030. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't watched every Magic Johnson game since I've been alive. I've got to appreciate this. Joe, this is actually a theme in my life. Joe Montana, when he went to the Chiefs, I'm like, I love the Chiefs. I had this great Joe Montana Chiefs t-shirt because I'm like, this guy has been amazing. How have I not appreciated it this whole time? So uh, I sort of understand what you're uh, saying there. I don't think anyone else uh, who's probably watching or listening wants to hear us compliment uh, Tom Brady anymore, but I do understand your overall point there. I, right. I think your I think your overall point is fair. Yeah. Okay. Just I guess way. is it that time, ladies and gentlemen? It's we're time. we need to take a do we need do we have another break, Marissa? Yes, one one quick break and that will one help me get my thoughts break, together. And then and call your friends up, text <laughs> them, go outside, bang the pots and pans, send <laughs> everyone on Twitter, on Instagram, the YouTube link, baby. It's Day Niz with Swooper. So I just walked into the kitchen to uh, to get some more water here. I want to be hydrated uh, for this. And my wife was watching on her uh, phone, and she just said, Daniz. <laughs> <laughs> so she's ready. Denise. Everybody's ready for this. Now, I don't feel good. I, I can't set this up. Bo. I mean, my time has passed here. You set us up here. I don't know what's going on. If You have you did great, by the way, Shio. I, I saw someone put in the comment section, Chio, for uh, the for the morning show. I I never want to lose you here at. Oh, at, I would love at, that at, at the athletic. But you're doing love to host a daily host. radio show. How about show? just all three of us? How about we just sure? Yeah. yeah. In addition, in addition, I'd be more than happy to never write yes. another word in my life and just uh, do that. <laughs> But that you know what? Make... If they caught us up, I would say only if we bring Marissa with us. Oh, right. <laughs> as program director. Yes. Right, yes or yes. vice president. Yeah. Program director is probably not uh not high. Although I don't know. Marissa's on a pretty good career path. I don't know that's if we true, want, I don't know if she yeah. wants to go she from this to, wagon to radio. You kind of <laughs> want to go the opposite way. Yes. Well said. Uh, right now, I have so much fun working with you guys. So <laughs> I'm on board. All right. She's all the sickos too. They're all coming as well. Eagles now, trade from Michael Dunn. <laughs> is it is it Dane is or Dunn is? I don't know. You'd have to go back and listen. Okay, I thought it was Dunn is, but I think okay. it's Dunn is. Yeah. Okay. Eh. Okay. I hope. Yeah. Right. He'll correct I hope us. He correct us. Sorry, Dunn is. Well, uh, he has set this up for us as we enter Super Storecasting the playoff round. 
Zach has a one-game lead over Shield, who has a one-game lead over me. So Zach has a two-game lead over me, which means that the only way that I can come out on top is if the Eagles extend this beyond this week. Shield can tie things up. Uh, any kind of tie scenario here that Zach is involved in will keep him in the lead. He is in the catbird seat. And in addition, he has the most turkeys entering this week's bidding. He has 35 turkeys. Shield has 28. I have 25. Deniz has submitted all 12 here. And we really are, I feel like, lab mice here like he is going to just toy with us and like this is going to be just a game curriculum mission that we yeah. are just unwitting fools as we enter here i feel like we're about to get just completely uh, annihilated yeah sorry, this, how this, many did you say i had you have 35 i have 28 this could be the curriculum for you know penn students uh next semester for all we know, I mean, we we haven't signed. I mean, he has license to do whatever he wants with this. He's done so much for the show, tracking all of this uh, every week, tracking all of these stupid games. He's earned this. I know he put the time in uh, for this. So I'm very, uh, very excited about it. Now, just to let me get clarification here with the scoring. So if I win this and Z Berm and I are tied and the Eagles lose, what do we do? We do like a playoff uh Swooper with the other yeah, team. I don't know if we, we have set up that the, out what, now. The, what the tiebreaker is. Uh, Zebra. I mean, we can't just do, I don't want to do any tiebreaker of like what we already did. I feel like there should be something of, we got to move it forward uh, and do it again. What Bowl. are your thoughts? The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we will do, and, and Bo will get to participate in that is play the spoiler role. Right. Yeah. All right. So if I now win, there's, an, there's a do. case to be made that I should just, I should totally sit this out, save all my turkey. And no, I guess that doesn't make sense. I need a win to, to stay in a lot. So that doesn't make sense. Never mind. Now, just remember, Bo. So a, a shield win, no, it wouldn't be good for you. You still, you would be too far back to make no, up. No, a shield it, right? win, a shield win is better. No, it's not better for me. What about a, no, no, what no, about no, a no, shield, shield and bow tie? A, a well, that's good for me. Uh, Could you still win if we do a, if you get, no, because yeah, Zach exactly would still win. Game. Zach would still win. Well, no, I could still. I mean, I'm. I need the eagle, the Eagles to win right. in order for me uh, to have any chance anyway. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. I feel so, like yeah. this round two is like a crown in and of itself. If you win, Denise mm, is that's true. Cooper, that's true. It's pretty pretty it's awesome. It's a standalone. Well. It's not uh, like the well, season long award, but you have something to you know wear a crown. Well, for. listen, if you want, um, you know, just the game to extend another week or something and, you know, throw a little something my way, you have my number. Uh, there are no rules about texting on the side during this game. Okay. Let's get it um, started. Okay. Um, just to preface this, I practiced all of these ahead of time, wow. read them out loud to Michael, make sure yeah. I was reading them clearly and getting all the rules across. So I, mm -hmm. if you, if you need me to repeat anything, I will. Um, okay. Michael's first day off is probably, probably the same <laughs> as, you know, is if Joel Batonio, they're probably doing exactly. the same thing with their, uh, fiances. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So we are going to start with at least one punt for either team officially nets a prime number of positive or negative yards. Number. Would you like me to repeat the question? I'm trying to think of three. <laughs> Zach has a pen and paper. What's a, I don't even Zach know what's a net punt. So that includes the return. It's yeah, the punt and then the yes. return. Yes, Michael did yeah. ask the same question. Oh, I negative. Think... Okay, all right. Yes. 
So oh, as long as the number is prime, whether it's positive or negative. Okay. Right. So the absolute value of the, of the, yeah. Okay. Three. Yes. He's bringing back some scary math memories for me. Okay. One punt. How many? Do I hear uh, four? Uh, four. Uh, interesting note from Puntalytics, by the way, heading into this game. Uh, Aaron, th these two punters are the two worst punters in the league. Defop Puntalytics. Defop Puntalytics. And father worst, of Puntalytics, shout out. The two worst punters in the league on open field punts. Sipos was the worst, and uh, Pinion was the second worst. That means not like pin deep situations. Sipos, by the way, uh, I believe second in the league in being good at pin down punts, but he has not been good at open field punts. Okay. Five. I, I'm okay. You're going five. I'll go six. Now, see, like, is 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 Deniz going to have ones here that are gettable? Or are they going to be more long shots? Uh, how is this one specifically going to come back around? I can't answer those questions for you at this time. I don't even know what I'm bidding Do on. Do I hear? Honest. What are we at? Six. I'm going to go seven. Seven. Okay. Zach, you're quiet down there. Yes, I am. <laughs> Do I hear eight? Uh, no, I'm out. Zach? I'm out. All right. First one sold to Bo. Just looking at a three-yard return, baby. Or no, I guess no, never mind. I was doing this no, completely net. wrong. That's that's the return, not the net. Yeah. But I feel well, like that's why the negative threw me for a loop there. Yeah. Well, no, but if it's a blocked punt. Oh, okay. That okay. That's what. All right. Yeah. Oh. I was like backwards. I took it differently okay. too. Okay. I was confused. All right. I feel like I overpaid for this, but okay. Well, it depends how many punts you think they're going to be. That's part okay. of it. And I, I don't think there will be a ton. So okay. All right. Next up, Eagles players with the initials JH oh combined for at least five point zero touchdowns of any oh. sort, including passing, plus sacks, plus TFLs. Oh. Plus official kickoff returns. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, three. All right. So we got, we got Jalen Hurts. We got Javon Hargrave. Who am Jason I missing? Huntley. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Five touchdowns, sacks. And John Hughes. John oh, so oh, so Huntley. The kickoff returns are a little little mm -hmm. Huntley. Yeah. See, yes, he thought little... I wasn't paying attention. Oh, he has to huh? Take him out of the end zone, so okay. it, they don't count if he doesn't take them out of the end zone. Official kickoff That's return. Not, All right. Correct. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. count. Correct. Yeah. No, if it's a touchback, it's not a return. Yeah. What did you bid there, Zach? I bid three. Three, huh? five. Still, it kind of seems like a lie. You know, hurts. I'm thinking what two to three TDs. So. You're kind of, I don't know that they're going to get a kickoff return. Is is Javon Hargrave going to get me a sack and a TFL against this team? Woo! But I can't give it to you for three. Bo, wait, are, you, are you out on this? Or well, is Bo freezing? No, he's back. Okay. He's there. Do I hear four? Going once. Going twice. Bo, are you frozen? No, oh, he's yeah. the he's there. He's listening. Uh, now he's frozen. <laughs> now he's frozen. Oh Shoot. Jesus! Oh my gosh! Oh, oh he's back. He's I'm not back. <laughs> Marissa, <Okay. and> Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure is mounting on me. Okay, sold to Zach. 
three. three. Oh, yeah. baby. I don't know. Should we, was I not thinking about that correctly? Is there, is there something else other than what I was saying? No, I think I think you and I are both assuming that Javon Hargrave is not going to pull his weight here against Tom Brady, basically. Oh, boy. Famous last words, potentially. I think Jason Huntley, you're sleeping on that one. Maybe. I mean, they, they clearly brought him up for a reason. Jeez, it's hard yeah, to get Sirianni, to. Sirianni to said get on Monday, we don't have room for him, basically. Ooh. I mean, true, but. Oh, so this would be exciting to see if he's even act- so he might be active. He might not if be active. Is, is that right? Winner, that's a huge value for Zach, obviously. Okay. All right. He got it for that three or two. four. Three. 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 Okay. So, so there are 32. Left. Zach has the most turkeys left, and there are 32 in Zach's pool, correct? Correct. Dang, Niz has me okay. shook, man. I'm all concerned. Now that is important <laughs> heading into our next question. Oh, baby. this is an Different style of auction, so please let me read the question and then explain the rules. The prompt is, the game is played Sunday at 1 p.m., and this is called a Dutch auction. So I will start with 32 turkeys, and I will count down by one. The first player to yell out swooper wins the item for the number of turkeys, which I just said. (laughs) It is my call on who yells out first. So since Zach has 32, we will start at 32. <laughs> you're 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 reading this so it, well, Marissa. This is what I practice with my ah, dog. Does job. that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. 32. Now, just for the listeners, Sheila has 28. I have 18. Okay. And and just for our clarification, this is not exactly at 1 p.m. This is the same criteria as the previous same 1 as last yeah. time. Same okay. as last time. Okay. What would we say? Five minute? Uh... No, as long as there's there's not Unless a Unless there's a delay. delay the okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 31. 30. 29. 28. 27. 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21. Swooper, swooper. <laughs> Sold to Zach. For 21? Oh, baby. 21. My heart. That was the that was the most exciting moment of my life. No hyperbole. What what were you thinking, Sheila? Were you gonna were you gonna I, hop I in? I don't there? want to give anything. We don't know how that. I'll tell you. I okay. can tell you at the end. Yeah. All, All right, right. So Zach's got one in the hand, and how that many, was thrilling. And how many things does he have left? How many turkeys? He has eleven left. And that okay. was our third item, correct? correct? Correct. There are nine more. All right. So All right. Got one. We are back to our normally scheduled. <laughs> style auction that, this. Was, that was freaking awesome that was great <laughs> i'm sweating yes okay exactly one so neither zero nor two of the following two things happen jared maiden i think i'm saying that right <laughs> yes is active Jayden for the game jake oh no no i'm just no it's jared, it's jared. Yeah. okay I was like, I'm pretty sure it says Jared. Jared Maiden is active for the game, or the Eagles run at least two run plays in which at least two offensive linemen pull on the same Oof. play. 
So again, exactly one, neither zero or two of the following things happen. And Jared Maiden is an actual person? <laughs> yes. He's, he's okay. played four games or three games this year. Jaden Maiden. Okay. The Eagles okay. Are, are light at that position. What position does he play? Safety. Safety. Okay. But Why are they light at that position? Guy. Is it Jaden? It's Jared. No, 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 no. Okay, you're confusing me. But well. it would be funny if it was. Okay. And why are they light at that position? Who's injured? Uh, nobody. I mean, you don't have to tell me. No, they're just bad. Uh, one. What? What? I mean, you can feel free to not answer this. What games has Jared Maiden been active for? <laughs> He's been active for like I think three or four of the last six games. They he's he's their top special teams call up guy when they elevate someone from the practice squad. You know, for instance, when when Sean Bradley was um, downgraded, you know, when he he got in that fender bender, they they elevated Jared Maiden. Um, in other games this year, when they've been down a linebacker, when when uh, Davion Taylor was was hurt, instead of having an extra linebacker. They brought up Jared Maiden. They really like him as a special teams guy. Okay. Um, and he was protected this week, correct, Zach? Correct. Yes. And Sean Bradley, uh, he he's been dealing with a stinger. Uh, two. <laughs> Someone in the chat is now calling him Jimmy Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> Do I hear three? Uh, Three. How about four? Going once. Going twice. Sold to Bo for three. Okay. I mean, I mean, be there happens every game. So it's, yes. uh, yeah. So th this was really do you. So Bo is betting on Maiden being inactive for this game. Zach sold me on him being active. I didn't know. Really I don't know, know if it's going to be active. I, I, I so, this is right. hard to say. All right. So we'll find 1130 Sunday will be pretty exciting. Yeah. We don't get a lot of swoopers decided at inactives. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. That'll be decided then. All right. All right. This item sells for more turkeys than the total number of points scored by the two teams oh in the first gosh. quarter. Uh, sorry, which question is this? How many have we done? This is, this is question five. number five. This is five. Okay. This item sells for more turkeys than the total number of points scored by the two teams in the first quarter. Oh my gosh, Deniz, you are a monster. <laughs> Pen, give this man a raise. All right. <laughs> would like to start the bidding. I mean, how do you even bid on this? Because I don't true. think it's. I mean, do I bid one? I don't think it's going to be. We have never had nobody Four. bid, which would be interesting. Four. Okay, so if it's just a field goal in the first quarter, you're looking good. Do I hear five? Going once. Going twice. Sold to Bo for four. That, that was a, a 
I think that was a good strategic move. That, no, no, that was a bad strategy for me. I wish I could have had that one back. All right. Well, you've got a lot of turkeys to play with, so you could that have was gone. Five. Yeah, that was it, a bad it, strategy. It, it was interesting for you because Zach and I weren't going to go high because we don't have a lot of. We wouldn't have had a lot of turkeys left over. But you could have yeah. gone to like eleven or something like that. But well, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Next, Bruce Arians elects to either punt or kick a field goal on at least two fourth downs for which the Ben Baldwin fourth down bot tweets that it recommends going for it. Okay. So now that, that bot there's like toss up and then there's anything above whatever his toss up is, right? There's like slight, isn't it like slight recommendation to go strong, but did both. I think again? any sort of recommendation to go for it. Yeah. Would fall under this. Now I'd have to check what Dan is because these are his, but right. No. Yeah. Any, my any, interpretation. Anyone. Yes. All right. Two to punt or kick a field goal on yeah, how many turkeys do you guys game, have right in the, now in the first matchup between these teams. Arians did this several times. Uh, we both have 11 turkeys left. You have 28. Ooh. Okay. And this is our sixth thing. Okay. Yes. Uh, I will go three on this. Four. Do I hear five? Five. Zach visibly pained look on Zach's face for yeah. the audio listeners. At least two. Do I hear six? Six. Ooh, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked if a fake kick counts. That is, yeah, that's going for it. Yeah, that, yeah. Comment from Derek in the chat. My family is going to be so confused watching me watch this game on Sunday. It will make watching the game, like, if you thought Swooper made watching the game mm. fun already, like, this is going to be, you're going to have to have your notepad out. It's going to be intense. It is a it is actually a good question. What so if there's like if he elects to punt or field goal, but it's like a bot snap or something, and the guy runs or throw throws it, how do we? Uh, I mean, this is really not likely to happen, but just to get out <laughs> no, ahead of it's it, important. I have no idea that? the answer to your. Question. I think we can. I think we, we can, can treat it, it now. I think we can treat it honestly. If if it looks what like they were trying was. to go for it, then okay. like yeah. But if it's an actual fake call, it doesn't count. Okay. All right. So what is your bid here, Zebra? I'm at six. So I hear seven. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Zach for six. That's good value, Zach. Thank you. All right. So Zach has how many now? Five, Five. left. And you have 11, Bo? Yep. Okay. Okay. We have approached. Come on, Danez, give me a give me a lock one here, baby. Come on, credit to the man who was patient, who didn't spend all his turkey. Sorry, Marissa, I got too excited. No, it's okay, right, and I'm glad you're <laughs> excited for this one because we have approached another style of auction. No, baby. So again, let me read the prompt, and then I will read the rules. Okay, this is called a sealed bid first price auction. The prompt is no puns for either team. 
officially net a prime number of positive or negative yards. So all three players will privately message me their bids and the highest bidder wins and pays their bid. A bid of zero is allowed. And if there is a tie, each player involved in the tie is rewarded an equal fraction of the item and pays the fraction of their bid equal to the fraction of the item they got, rounded to the nearest integer, 0.5 rounds up. And thankfully he gives an example because my journalism <laughs> Good, brain is a little tough for me at first. Okay, the example will help. For example, if there is a two-way tie with both players bidding seven turkeys, each player will pay four turkeys and then both will get 0.5 points in the final okay. tally if the item hits. Am I am I still not getting this? Hold on. Can, can you repeat that? It's, it's only if it's a tie. We'll we'll get to it if it's a tie. Otherwise, yeah. you don't need to worry right, about so it. I should, so should do it via Slack? Should, we yes, should do it via Slack. Slack. Okay. Uh, now, hold on. Now, no punts for either team officially. Net, is this the same one as earlier? Yes. It's the same one. Correct. Okay. It's the It's the inverse of it. And oh, so uh, quick not, clarification: okay, so it's the opposite. Okay, okay, so the, okay. Right. So it's not the same one as earlier. The earlier there one are no was, you will have game. a punt. Yes. If there are no punts in this game, is this is this question voided or no? Is this, this one, uh, this would hit if there are no yes, punts. Okay, that's what I was. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm yeah. saying, does the punt need to qualify for this to hit? Or I um, say no. I would okay. say no as well. Yeah. Okay. Again, and this is and end. this is the seventh question, correct? Yes. So while you guys are slacking me, when I was reading this one to Michael, he was like. <laughs> You know what an integer is, right? And I was like, I actually had to Google it, but I'm pretty sure it's a number. <laughs> this is like earlier today, Naya was doing uh, some schoolwork with a protractor. And I go, oh my gosh. You know, once I got through that in school, I never used a protractor again. Why do they still have you doing this? And my wife's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't bad at math, but... Um... Yeah, I like to read and write a lot better than do math. All right, so, I gotta think, all right, yeah. I gotta focus. What am I gonna build? Okay, on this I got bad my boy? first submission from Zach. Bose mm, has come through as well, and just no waiting on Shield. For either team. All right. What the hell? How much that do I want? Michael in the lab. chat, not Michael, not my Michael. An integer is any whole number. That is correct. <laughs> points for Michael. <laughs> for and points for and points for your Michael. Yeah, according to my Google search, that's correct. <laughs> All right. Shield, we're waiting on you. Uh, how many? Sorry, Zach has five turkeys left? Correct. correct. I have 11. You have 28 yet to win anything so far. Nice try trying to push me there. <laughs> I will go with... Might be too high. All right. Okay, have I have all three bids, and the winner is Sheil for eight turkeys. Mm. I'm not Did sure if I'm supposed to reveal the others. Oh, I think you should. I think you should reveal the others. Yeah, as long okay. as they don't have anything to do with the future questions. Yeah. Um. No. Unless if if one of you has no, an no, issue I think with they're revealing it, I think no, you, I think you should reveal. Okay. I think you should reveal. Okay. okay, Zach bid three and Bo bid five. So okay. Sheila wins at eight. And All I'm right. really glad it wasn't a tie and I, we didn't have to figure out <laughs> yeah, this. I feel situation. good about that. All right. Okay. No punt. So I need no punt prime number. All mm -hmm. right. Yep. All right. We're back to our normally scheduled auction. Okay. The ball hits any point <laughs> of the oversized Buccaneers logo at midfield during a play. Pass landing, incomplete, fumble, nose of the ball touching the ground on a catch, etc. Neither... 
What a already, good one. Oh, neither already an incomplete pass rolls into the logo, nor the ball initially being placed on the logo for the snap counts as during the play. Wait, say that last oh, wait, part the about first the ball rolling? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so it has to happen during the play. So an incomplete pass rolling onto the logo does not count, and the ball being oh, placed on the logo that's interesting. for the snap counts does not count. But if it's but if it's if the ball is in play, like it's a punt that lands and then and then yes. rolls to it has it, to it's land. Still, yeah, yeah, it has to land on the logo. It can't land somewhere. But it doesn't have to be two different things. So we no, no, it doesn't have to this. be. It doesn't have to be the first landing. It just the ball has to be live yes. when it hits when it hits the logo. Yes. Okay. So, so this it, is nose so of the it, ball touching the ground on a catch. Yes. Right. Okay. So hold on. So, so a punt that bounces and rolls onto the logo at any point before it's recovered. That counts. Before it's recovered, that counts. Right. How about the end of a run? Because this is the this says the catch, the end of a mm. run. And he's like you're like back. extending, you're extending it. Yes. That's interesting. Um, I would say that counts because so because it falls under the nose of the ball touching like if you're right. reaching out, I would even if the knee, we say even if the knee is down, the ball um, touching ooh. the ground. Ooh, that's a good one. Ah oh, man, I wonder how big that logo is. Probably. I mean, on a hold on, but on a regular time. run where a guy gets tackled on the logo, if the TV copy is showing that the ball is touching the ground, that counts. Yes or no? Yes, what do we right. Think? If he's reaching out and touching it, yeah. like he's extending the ball. But even if he's not, he's yards. holding it like this, but they show, all right, and it hits when he goes down. Now, it goes a little beyond the 45 on both sides. Hmm, wow, that I, is, think we, I think the easiest the, way to adjudicate it, I think the easiest way to adjudicate it is, is the uh, way that it's described during a play. So I think if he's running and he's down, down first, if the knee is down first, it doesn't count. Okay, that's what our chatters are saying. All right, so let me re okay. let me think of the examples here. So pass landing incomplete, but cannot roll on, has to just land incomplete mm -hmm. or batted down. That counts, right? Yep, yep. The yep. ball's batted down incomplete there. That counts. Uh, so that wouldn't be necessarily live during, well, yeah, that would be part of the play, okay? Fumble, nose of the ball, touching the ground on a catch, and we said a punt. So if a punt falls or lands onto the logo, rolls on, even when uh, before the whistle is blown, that counts, correct? Yes, yes. And if it yeah. rolls on and rolls off, does that still count? Yes, because it touched it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as yeah. long as it hits. Okay. All right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight. This is the most one of the most thrilling nights of my life. This is only number eight. We still have. Um... I don't know if I'm going to last the whole time. This is yeah. too much for me. <laughs> Two. All right. Three. Do I hear four? And how about let's say this: if there is controversy, yeah, we will let Denise and Marissa be the yeah make the Dennis final call. Do we all agree the, on that? Yeah. Okay, all right. yeah. I say four. Pull up the all twenty-two and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will go five. Derek, again, with a great point in the chat, the best part of some of these is could hit, you could hit multiple swoopers on the same play. Mm. So if that's a punt and it hits for mm. positive yards or this prime number. This is such number, a fun one. This is such a fun one to root for. 
Okay. Chills We're at five. Get out of the press box on Sunday. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have rules like that in Florida. <laughs> Bo jumps up and cheers when a ball is spotted. You know, or the guy reaches out. What's going Some on? Some lights. Like, what the hell? The <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm at five, right? Yeah. Do I hear six? I feel like I can't go six. Well, Zach can't either. So sold to Shield for five. All right. All right. Ball hits Loco. <laughs> it's a weird Live thing ball right down. Okay. Right, Next. The winner of this item has more turkeys left over at the end of the game than there are total turnovers in the game by both teams. Oh, mama. Mamacita. Okay. Two. Uh, hold on. This is the, this is the ninth qu- ninth question, correct? Yes. Correct. Correct. The winner of this item has more turkeys left over at the end of this game than turtles. More than okay, so not equal to. Then there are total turnovers. So how many turkeys would I want at the end of this game to feel good about this? Is the question. Uh, what did you bid, Bo? Two. Three. Do I hear four? Four. Okay. Bo Bo is going in and out on some of these bad boys. Uh, Five. Zach is eliminated. Bo, do I hear six? Going once. Going twice. Sold to Shield for five. All right. More, tur- more turkeys and turnovers. In my- <laughs> As I write this down, what a stupid job. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm at 10 turkeys. What are you guys at? I have 11. Zach has five. And right. this is our 10th one? Three left. Correct. Yep. Where was that one last week, by the way? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Okay. The Eagles win at least two of the following. A, the turnover battle. B, the explosive play battle. And then <laughs> and then that is clarified Sick. as 16 plus yard passes plus 10 plus yard runs as defined by Nick Sirianni. And then C, the game. Now, Nick would say if you win A and B, you would win C, but... It's at least well, two. This isn't an exact. So if you get all three, you still get it. Yeah. That 10 yard run is pretty, it could be kind of juicy there for the Eagles, I feel. 16 yard passes, they're not winning that. Uh oh. Bo is frozen. One. Okay. One. Three. So I hear four. Poor Sheila wanted this to be an hour long tonight. I have no complaints. This has been, again, not like this is the most exciting, again, most exciting night of my this life. This is the most most math I've done in like so long. <laughs> this is the All most my- fun. This is the most fun I've had in a pod ever. <laughs> okay. Bo's at three. All right. Sorry. No, Bo's Zach's at, at three. Oh, Zach's at three. Zach's at three. Jeez. Ooh, Zach's interested in this one. So I hear four. Uh, I want this one. 
Going once. No. Going twice. Sold to Zach. Zeebie's getting some nice value plays here. I, I mean, the Eagles defense has allowed the fewest explosive plays in the NFL this year. Oh, they can boy, win. Now it. he's flexing on your ass. No, I know. I'm saying they can win it. <laughs> they can lose this game and theoretically win those other two. Yeah, but, that's possible. Um, right. I think that's good value. Three turkeys. Yeah, why not? All, All right. right. All right. So two more. Wow. Two more. You'd think there's two more. What? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. But they're actually part of one bid. So 11 and 12 are joint entries. No, wow. Get some. And this oh, is wow. called a sealed bid first price multi option, multi object auction. Just to clarify. All right. Again, I will read the wow. prompt and then I will read the rules. Wow. Oh my gosh. Number 11 is Nick Sirianni says Bo in the post-game press conference. And number 12 is Nick Sirianni says Zach in the post-game press conference. So 11 and 12 will be done together as a sealed bid first price multi-object wow. auction. All three players <laughs> privately message me with two separate bids, one for the Bo item and one for the Zach item. Bids of zero oh. are allowed. The total of the player's two bids cannot exceed the number of turkeys a player has left. Each item then goes to the highest bidder who pays for their own bid, who pays their own bid for it. Ties are handled the exact same way as the sealed bid auction we did earlier. Interesting. Right, Interesting. So we're not, you're not listening. bidding. I thought I knew it. You're not okay. bidding on the two of them together. You are, we're okay. doing two bids at once for yes. 11 and 12 separately, but you're, you cannot exceed your total turkey. So for instance, you have 10, you can't bid 10 on both. You can only bid 10 total if you wanted to exhaust yes. your turkeys you could bid seven okay, so, on zach and three on me wait basically. so if i bid six and four right like yes. who, who but do they get who wins like how do you win this? the highest bidder for whoever each. has the highest on both yes so it's game oh theory. so who this could go yes. to two separate people yes gotcha okay but you have to submit them together it is, yes, okay. if if that if I made that confusing, it is not one item. It is still two items. It's two items. You but bid you on them separately. Yes, and you, you can't, can't bid exceed. more than you yes. have. Yes. Okay. All right. So maybe the game theory would be put all your turkeys in on one. Maybe it's to split it up. And how many? Uh, all right. I so I have ten. Answer. What do you guys have? I have eleven. Zach has two. So in theory, if Bo. If if Bo needs this to hit to win, would he not ask a question in the post game press conference so Nick doesn't call so Nick doesn't say his name? Because I I can see I can see Bo doing that right. Um, you know he's he's there he can get his questions in or, the Jalen. Yeah, I trust you Zach to do. I trust Zach yeah. to do his job. Bo, I trust to try to win the game. <laughs> Comment from Nick in the chat says, sabotage the Wi-Fi. Get Sirianni to say, I can't hear you, Bo. No, we're, this is live. Oh, we're doing in person. This we're doing in live. person. Oh, These yeah. are okay. live in person. Oh so, I can, so I can storm the uh, press conference and Nick can be like, Bo, get away from me. Yeah. And that counts. <laughs> or, you, or, or you can wear like crazy attire. and He can wear like, uh, you know, Washington and Jefferson attire. And him mm. saying, you know, thanks for supporting Mike, Bo. Um, okay. So please send me your um, entries for 11 and 12, and it will go to the highest bidder and the same tie rules as the question earlier. 
And again, huge shout out to Denise for all of these just so creative and challenging swoopers. This has been, if this is the last week of swooper, we'll go out on high note. That's for sure. I don't think we can ever do this game again. This is, <laughs> this was too good. Okay. Every, Zach, every other time is going to feel like a letdown. Zach's submissions are in. Um, and it's just saying left. Zach, not referring to me, just saying the name Zach though. Right. Uh, like that is how know, the question says it. It says Nick Sirianni says Zach in the post game yes. press conference. When we okay. played them last time, Zach caught it. Uh, yeah, Zach caught a touchdown. And yeah, are there any player? And mm. Bo Allen is not uh, on the Bucks anymore. So also, Bo is B A E A U for Bo Allen. So that wouldn't qualify for the B O. Just putting that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, where are your submissions? I. I've only got <laughs> game theory. Mm. Should I give him a countdown? It's dead air. <laughs> Sorry, this too. I mean, everybody just take a deep breath. If your heart's about to stop like mine, <laughs> then. Uh, okay, bows are in. All right. I'm just I'm just writing the the names on here so that it doesn't I, I want to make sure there's no confusion. Yep. All right. I can't get it to where all right, hold on. I'm like an old old man returning soup at the deli. All right. Okay. Another Seinfeld I I, reference. I got that. Got that. End up with that. Is that what I want to do? There it is. Okay. We will start with Bo. Shield bid zero for Bo. Zach also bid zero for Bo. Right move. Bo <laughs> bid two for Bo. Oh, nice, Bo. So Good Bo job. Wins. The Nick Sirianni says Bo in the post game press conference. Bo's going to monopolize this press conference like no press conference ever. McLean <laughs> is, is going to punch Bo at the end of this press conference. He's going to be like, Bo, I tried asking questions. Oh, you did. But yeah, back to back to back to back. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to see McLean so pissed. Oh, my God. Okay. And now for Zach. Bo bid nine for Zach. Nine! Oh, my Zach gosh. All right. bid two, which, Zach, you had more turkeys left, correct? No, he only had two. Oh, he only had two. Oh, I thought he had more also. Okay. okay. And Sheil bid four on Zach. So Bo wins wow. Zach as well. So. Okay. Now I don't think I don't think that either of these is going to hit it's in a in a post game press conference. I think he is much less likely. He says Zach every press conference. He, he says does. Zach. De he Deniz says, says Zach. He says a lot. No, I mean Deniz has has literally uh, counted these over the course of the season. Yeah. It's like eighteen to three. But uh, it's I I do believe. Uh oh, we lost. Oh, it's frozen. <laughs> At least we made it through the game. That was the most That's important right. part. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't bid. You know, I had to make sure I mean. So that was it, right, Marissa? We're done. Yeah, yeah. that was the final yes. One. So I had to make. I had to make sure. I was like, all right, how many turnovers am I? I need to make sure I lock in the turnover one. So I was like, Correct. If I'm left with six, I mean, if they have six turnovers, I I lose that. That's fine. But I was like, five turnovers. That's pretty safe. So I couldn't go uh, any higher there. I was thinking maybe I could steal that one, but uh, 
That's okay. All so right. This, so the turnover this one me as, as the is last right, two is good because I was determined not to take any with me here. So, wow. Um, you know, okay. it's it's like it's this is like money at the end of an auction draft. It doesn't do you any good. Uh, so that's what the game theory came in there with his. Uh, yeah. That was oh, awesome. And and I did get a fun fact that multi-object auctions are used all the time to save money on government contracts and stuff. So mm. it's like a way to mm. save time, which you will probably appreciate at that point. That is what Finn said to me. That I would probably. I'm trying to find. Saving. I have lost. I have lost my spot with which has all the uh, what we have here. <laughs> Diniz, Marissa, fantastic job, Marissa. Great job coordinating, explaining. I can't track. take any of the credit. That, he gets all the oh credit. My, that's for oh sure. Oh my god! Uh, no, I'm just frustrated. That Shield really has, lived up to expectations. I got so say. Shields turnover one is like guaranteed to hit, and he got that at a fraction. But I of only rate. have two. But I only have two more. You have. Yeah, it meant that he. And it meant that he didn't spend a lot of turkeys. Yeah, that was the true. How many do you have total, Zach? Because you have a I have lot four also. Of them. I have four of them. Yeah. All right. So you have four. One, one's a lock. So I will read I mine. Have three. Mine's... One is a lock. I mean, it's funny. I'm a real flipping. Lock, I'm flipping lock. through this notebook, and I've come across an old swooper that has uh, Zach has uh, Alshon Jeffrey has three plus catches. Wow. <laughs> We've come That's a long way. That was at the low point of Swooper. This was the high point. All right, Zach, give me your four. So I, I have, uh, I spent three on the JHs. So it's um, the JHs combined. I can for read five. them. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, do you have them? them? Okay. Okay. So the JHs was Eagles players with the initials oh, JH combined for at least five point zero touchdowns of any sort, including passing, plus sacks, plus TFLs, plus official kickoff returns. Then I have twenty one for the one p.m. start. Okay. I have six for uh, Bruce Arians being conservative. Mm, mm -hmm. You got a nice and card the ben, there, Z-Bay. That's bot. a good one. Mm -hmm. And then I, I I, have three for the explosive plays plus turnovers um, plus the win. So, so, so two of those three hitting. And you have two turkeys left over. And two turkeys left over. Correct. I feel Shield. like you're definitely going to have two. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you got a good shot. You got a uh, great Shiel, shot at getting at least two. Shield has the no prime punts. He has uh, the live ball hits the logo. And he has, uh, there are fewer than 10 turnovers in the game with his 10 turkeys left over. I think that one will hit. Uh, and then I have, there is a prime punt, prime net punt. Uh, I have only one of Jared Maiden is active or the Eagles have two guys pulling on the same play. So basically J Jared Maiden is not active. Uh, I have, there are fewer than four first quarter points. And I have uh, Nick Hold on, Marissa, can you knock this uh, John Doe out of here? He's just coming in here. Looks like creating havoc. Okay. And I, and then I have both of the, uh, my name and Zach's name in the post game press conference. Okay, this is gonna be good. I do not have a good list. I, those those are all lower likely. I think Zach is coming through to, with the victory again. Yeah, and if I so if I tie Zach, that does nothing, right? Unless there's a uh, unless, oh, there's unless there's game. a next game. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now, Sheila, you said you were gonna reveal on the uh, the Dutch auction what you were what 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 number you were gonna bid. Yeah, I was. Zach you, got how many 20... how many turkeys did you have at the time? I had eighteen at the time. 
Yeah, so I I was gonna I was waiting for 19. I was hoping to get it for mm-hmm. 19, but it okay. ended up working out kind of good for me because I got the no turnover thing for 10. But that didn't really help me because I didn't get to capitalize on mm. the surplus of turkey. So it's exactly like uh, how Dennis uh, probably wanted it all to go. Yeah, I, I think the way Zach screamed swooper at the screen is exactly how he had it planned for sure. And I, I think we are headed towards the the rightful conclusion to the year of, of Zach in terms of uh, Birds with Friends mm-hmm. games. I don't know about that. And being no. crowned as champion. Let's just write a good story on Sunday. That's the. I think if he can write an award-winning story and win Swooper, I mean, he can probably take the rest of the year off, I would think. Uh, David in the chat wants to know if Zach's going to wear a crown. No. No. Um, (laughs) I'm sure Sloane's got one lying around that she would love to wear. Well, yeah, she does. Her birthday was last weekend. She wore one of those crowns. But uh, no, you know, uh, my brothers joke with me. I, I, I mentioned this on the show yesterday. I heard a Tom Brady line years ago when he when they asked him what his 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 favorite Super Bowl was, and he says yeah. the next one. And whenever someone says to me, "What's your favorite story you've written?" I always say the next one, right? And it pisses my brothers off so much when I answer a question that way because they're like, "Who do you?" So think that's you are? why you are who you are, just <laughs> yeah. to piss them off. And they're like, "Who do you think you are answering it that way?" But no, I, I <laughs> that's that's genuinely how. Yeah, that's 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 how I think. It's right, like. uh you know, we had uh, a big story back in April that 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 did decently, and uh, my wife said like the next day, "How many subscriptions does the story have?" And I was like, three. She's like, "What? How did it get that?" And I'm like, "No, I'm talking about the story I wrote today, the Kyle Pitts, uh, you know, story on or whatever." And and so yeah, it's the, you're only as good as your next story. <laughs> I have a clear. I have a clarifying question. Does it have yeah. to be during the actual press conference when he says our name, or is it at any point when he's when he's mic'd? So say the press conference is over and he says, like, you know, have a safe flight back, Zach, or something like that. Or like, hey, yeah, Zach, how are you on the way said, in? Let's see. It says in the post-game press conference. So when I the think last answer mm. to the last question is over, that's the end of the press conference. But when does say. it begin? I, I would I think it should be if it's captured on the live PhiladelphiaEagles.com video See, feed. This is so classic. After you win both, Zach, now he wants to clarify. No, but when he does, wasn't how, in his how head how 10 minutes ago before he... Uh, Marissa how are we, can, how are we Mar- supposed to determine when it starts and when it ends? Because I, when I go up to a coach and put my recorder on, I would say, hey, Chip, you know, all right, see you, see you, Pete. That's not part of the press conference. The press conference is over by then. That's not sure if it shows up in the transcript. That's the press conference. That's not part of the press conference. No, well, it's it doesn't over. have to be transcribed ple- because they may, not, they may not transcribe that. What are you talking? That's pleasantries. Reporters exchanging pleasantries with the subjects they cover. That is not part of the press conference. Zeberm. Yeah, I can see Bo going up to Nick and saying, what's my exactly. name? Exactly. Yeah, you can easily, <laughs> all right, see you. Have a nice flight, Nick. If all right, I'm take, willing to debase myself to that level, I think I should get <laughs> Which the Which you are. All right. I, I'm It'll fine be amazing with... if Bo needs two points to win heading into the end of the game. Like, yeah. day after column, doesn't matter. His goal going into that press conference is to get a Bo and a Zach. I For feel sure. like that's nonsense. I feel strongly about it. But if Deniz and Marissa talk about it and think it counts, I think- then I will give it to them. I think it's absolute, utter nonsense and garbanzo beans. Bo's going to, I, I can see Bo trying so many different things here. Bo's going to be like, you know, I, I bet a Bo asks the second question. Let's say Dave Zingaro asks the first question. And Bo says, I just want to follow up on Zach's question. 
And Nick says, what did Zach ask? And Bo's like, ooh. You know? That's a great strategy. <laughs> That's a good, I All like right. that. Now, I think, you, okay. I, you know, we do joke about this. I don't think that I actually would do this in a post-game press conference, but we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It's a crappy game. You're bored. You're thinking about ways to win. All right. Yeah. All right. So Denise right, and Marissa, you guys got you. Ha- you guys have to decide on that one. Let's get clarification on that before the actual press conference. All right. All right. Thrilling. We're two hours here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's finish it off. All right. Uh, predictions. Who wants yeah, to? What do you have in two hours? Oh, we're approaching two hours. I see. Yeah. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm jumping in here. Forty-five. Uh, He's got a. Yeah, so we probably should have spent more time on the predictions and less time on the um, yeah, rules. I of totally disagree. Um, look, I give the Eagles a lot of credit for for getting to this spot. Um, they have uh, they've exceeded my expectations. I think they're they're uh, you know I, I I said in November and December it, it's not that no team wants to see them in the playoffs, but to play this team in the playoffs, you're going to have to get in a wrestling match for sixty minutes, and teams don't look forward to that. Um, that said, I, I think Tampa Bay is the better team. I think they, you know, they're the, they're the defending champs. I think they're the better roster, uh, and you know they have the better quarterback. I know they're undermanned. I can see a pathway to the Eagles winning. I don't believe it occurs. I think if if I'm in the casino or on my BetMGM app here, and I had to bet the game, like okay, I, I, I I don't bet the games. I would bet that I, I, I would take the points on the Eagles just in case, cause I think it's a big line, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going Tampa Bay 28 Eagles 21. Okay. Oh, so you got Eagles covering 28, 21. Okay. Well, um, no, we should save you for last in case you want to predict a, a very specific scenario. On oh the no, final I, don't, drive yeah, of the game. I don't, I don't have that. Well, maybe I do, but I don't. <laughs> Um, I think that we are maybe giving the Bucks a little bit too much credit here. Mm. Um, without Godwin and Antonio Brown, they've still got the great offensive line. They've obviously still got Tom Brady. Um, but I think that I, I think that we are assuming too much that the offense is going to be fine. Uh, I mean, their last two games that they played without these guys were against the Jets and the Panthers. Um, now it's not, it's not like we're talking about the Eagles, uh, second half here, but, um, I feel strongly that the bucks will not be going to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think, you know, for them to have all their pieces last year and they still just barely got there and and won. um, like, I think, I think we have to factor in the fact that they're missing these important pieces to the passing game. Um, and the defense is not as good as it was last year. Can the Eagles pull it off? I feel like I would rather if I'm if I'm if I'm on on Zach's bet MGM app and I have his bankroll, which we know is uh, monstrous. I would rather bet on the Eagles money line. Before think- you make your prediction, I was think I was thinking today that in this case, you know, there's written now. I don't know what if I'm going to take my own advice, but there really is so much. I'm talking about game theory for your own personal brand as a reporter. There's so much bang for your buck to predict an Eagles win. And then if it does happen, you know, you can have the graphic, every single person except for Bo Wolf 
predict the Bucks. Bo picked the Eagles, and that will kind of go on your uh, your ledger forever. All right, continue. Sorry, I just wanted to, you know, I, I know sometimes you decide these things at the last second, so I just wanted to mention that for you. That's true, and I am deciding at the last second. I think I, I, I would rather if I would rather bet on the Eagles to win than I would for them to cover because mm. I feel like if it's if it's close. You know, you lose the, the Bucks score a, a late touchdown. You you you're going to be upset. You lost. Whereas I think the Eagles have an actual chance of winning. Um, like like what what are the implied odds for this shield? Basically twenty percent for them to win. I mean, yeah, twenty five is seven, so I would say a little bit under that. I don't know what. Yeah, it I think they've got. Is. I would put thirty five turkeys uh, if I was if 35%. I was on this. Okay. Um, am I actually going to pull? Am I actually going to pull the trigger? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Boy, this is like the highly anticipated eight and nine prediction, Zach, before the season that really <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> storm. Um that later turned into a nine and eight prediction, by the way. <laughs> All right, Bo. We're hour 48 here, my friend. I would say I'm gonna go Bucks 31, Eagles 24. Okay. So draw that. I think they have a really good chance to win. I I I think they have a real shot to win this game, but but I instead I'm going to say the Bucks. Yeah, they're losing by a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, All right. Offensively, I think the Eagles can do work here. I think the the matchup is not bad for them at all. I think they have the formula. Their offensive line can do damage. They can run the football. Uh, They've been doing it since they made that change. After the Raiders game, I think they can string together uh, efficient drives. I think Jalen Hurts has been more accurate, uh, better decision maker now than he was in that week six game. I already said I think Devontae Smith is going to have a big game. I think you're going to come out of this game feeling good about the Eagles offense. The other side of the ball. I can't get there with this defense. I haven't been there all season long. There hasn't really been a game, maybe that Broncos game a little bit, where I've said I really feel like they're getting it together, that this is a good defense. I like what they're doing. I like how they're playing. And so for me to get to an Eagles upset, I would have to think that either this defensive personnel or Jonathan Gannon can sort of match with with Tom Brady. And I am in uh, believe it when I see it mode in terms of that, I think this is going to be a reset on anybody who thinks that this defense has played well. Uh, I think you're going to look at this game and say, all right, that was uh, a lot of fool's gold uh, against a bunch of terrible quarterbacks. This defense needs a lot of work going into next season. So uh, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I really think their offense is going to keep a minute. I think they're going to be able to limit the Bucks to like, let's say, eight or nine possessions because I think they're going to be picking up a lot of first downs offensively. But I don't think that this defense is good enough to get stops uh, against Brady and that offense, even though they're banged up. They've still got the offensive line. And so uh, I'm going with the competitive game. I think it's going to be close in the fourth quarter. Maybe it'll be like 26-24 with like, you know, four or five minutes left. And the Bucs are just going to bleed out the clock like they did in that first game, except they're going to end it with a touchdown and they're going to win 33-24 and cover the eight and a half point spread. All right. So there we are. 
There you go. What you, I want to see, I better say what I'm going to be pissed about if I see is Nick Sirianni uh, punting on fourth and two from midfield, kicking field goals on fourth and goal from the three-yard line, Jonathan Gannon sitting back and playing two deep coverages and making them work for it, uh, a pass heavy, outthinking it and saying they know we're going to run. Let's come out and pass. No, I don't want to see any of that. That stuff that will make me upset if they don't do those things, if they try to win the game and do the opposite of what I just mentioned and they still lose, then that is an outcome I can totally live with. You come on post game pod, you say, you know what? They didn't have the talent. They didn't have the better team, but you're feeling great about this team, this coaching staff specifically going into next season. I totally agree with that. Well said. Why don't you close us out? You you led the way the whole time. Well, we're going to have a post game pod on Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to be. Uh, this is this is we're locked in on this, right? I don't want to speak out of turn. Yes, everyone's mm-hmm. good on this. Marissa, you Absolutely. good on this? The late I forget what Sunday. we decided, but I'm good. <laughs> you're always. <laughs> you're basically always on call. Uh, okay, so we're going to do Sunday night after the Steelers Chiefs game. We are going to do the post game pod. I'm gonna. Join everybody for this one, win or lose. So hopefully that'll give Zach and Bo plenty of time to digest what they saw, to write uh, write their articles for The Athletic. It will give me time to watch the rest of the games here for what I have to do for the week. Now, if you guys are done writing a little bit early and that game ends up being a blowout and it's, uh, you know, 1030 or something. And we say, Hey, should we just get on there and let it rip? Then maybe we'll do that. So make sure you follow uh, one of us on Twitter or have some way to, uh, to find that out. But most likely it'll be around 1130 Sunday night. We will come on, on this very YouTube channel and do the live post game pod win or lose. You do the end. I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody I love them. I'm emotionally, was it repressed? Is that the word stunted? Yeah. All of those things. Okay. Uh, well, thank you uh, to you guys for uh, keeping the show running and uh, probably making it better while my Wi-Fi was uh, being terrible. I'm going to burn the house down and hopefully that uh, it will, I mean, get everybody out of the house, obviously. And then That's not a good joke. That's, I feel bad. That was a dumb thing to say. Yeah, you didn't mean it. It came out. I mean, you didn't mean it. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back, as, as Shil said, on Sunday night. And uh, exciting times. This is, this is what it's all about. A playoff game against Tom Brady. Go get the upset. Uh, so for Shiel... Zach and Marissa and Elijah and Deniz. Thanks for listening. And as always, we love you.